Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Oh my goodness. I have a special gift for you. I only do this once a year. I am going live in September three days in a row. This is a three day move to secure attachment challenge. It's an opportunity for us to come together as a community and do some of this experiential work together. I do not want you to miss this. Like I said, it happens once a year. It's extremely high value. It's free. It's my gift to you. I want to make sure that you have all the information. It's happening on September 20th, 21st, and 22nd at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Yes, it'll be recorded if you can't make it live. However, you will get the most value out of it if you show up live. So I strongly encourage you, block it out on your calendar. Make sure you're there. We're going to be doing a lot during these three days. It is your opportunity to really understand why you do what you do in relationships. So understanding attachment theory, applying that to your relationships. This will also help you fully release your past. And then we're also going to be rewiring your brain for healthy, secure relationships. That's one of my favorite parts. So much value there. And then we're also going to be helping you embody that securely attached version of you. So a ton of value. This is my gift to this incredible community. I want to make sure that you are there live with me. We have limited spots. This is hosted on Zoom, so we can only take a certain number of people. And since it's on Zoom, you have to register to be able to attend. So I strongly encourage you, if you're interested, make sure that you sign up using the link that is in the show notes. I also have it in my Instagram bio. It's the three-day Move to Secure Challenge. I am so excited for this. I can't wait to hang out live. Don't miss it. And I look forward to seeing you there. Welcome everyone to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. We have a very special, special guest with us today. Tanea Hated. She is a graduate of the Empowered Secure Loved program. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Tanea was one of the very first women that I was able to help. So definitely someone who has been on my heart and mind for a really long time. And it's been so wonderful to follow your journey. Um, I want to read a short bio so the audience gets to know you. So let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a skilled pet photographer from Bend, Oregon, who transforms moments into masterpieces. With an artistic eye and an affinity for animals, she immortalizes the unique personalities and heartfelt connections between pets and their humans. When she's not behind the lens, you'll find her going on adventures, snuggling her fur babies, 
in strengthening her relationships with family and friends. Tanea was an early participant in Dr. Morgan's ESL program, and her life hasn't been the same since. Ah, so, so happy to have you. And I love that you are following your passion and doing this work. I know that was something you were also working on when you were in the program was kind of finding your, your calling. So it sounds incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, let's go all the way back, (laughs) all the way back to 2020 Mm -hmm. when you found the podcast, I'm assuming, and found the program. Yep. I, um, I followed you on Instagram first. I was, so I was following you on Instagram when you very first started your podcast. Wow. Which is so crazy to think about because you have like hundreds of podcast episodes now. And I remember when it was like episode three, episode four, like, (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. Way back when. So I got Um, like 2000 followers or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, but so I, gosh, do you mind if I go back a little further than that? Oh, please. Yeah, please do. Okay. So before I heard about you and started following you, um, I was about nine months out of a long-term relationship, um, that was seven years long. Um, it was on again, off again, mostly on, but we broke up several times. It was a very unhealthy relationship. Um, And I didn't understand when I was in that relationship, how unhealthy it was. Um, My family did not like the guy. They didn't like how he treated me. Um, But I was so wrapped up in someone wants me, um, you know, I got attention and knowing what I know now, I was very, very, very anxiously attached and he was avoidant. And so it was constantly this cat mouse game, um, where I was constantly walking on eggshells. I was afraid to make mistakes because any mistake always seemed to end with him saying, well, maybe we should break up. And to me, that was the end of the world. Um, and I was just so stuck in this cycle. Um, I wasn't happy. I didn't fully realize how unhappy I was. Um, but I was struggling with anxiety and depression and all of that combined with a very rocky, unhealthy relationship. It was hard. Um, I didn't realize how hard it was in the moment, you know? Um, And when we finally broke up after seven years, that was still kind of a soft breakup. Um, It was because he was moving out of state and he didn't invite me to go with him, Mm -hmm. which hurts. And so we broke up, um, but he kept in contact with me. So I remember every, all of this. I'm like, I'm, it's amazing the things you remember, but yeah, I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So every time we would break up, he would always contact me. It was never me reaching back out to him. I was already always ready to uh, do my grieving and then move on. But he, it was almost like he couldn't let me go. He didn't want anybody else to have me, but he didn't 
want me enough to fully commit to me. And that was really frustrating. Um, but again, I didn't know any of this at the time. So he moved out of state and I ended up moving back with my parents um, because I realized I needed, I needed some extra support. I needed to have somebody to help take care of me because I was just so low at that point. Um, and he kept in contact and he would call me and we would FaceTime and it was, it was kind of a weird time because I was learning more about relationships and what healthy relationships looked like. Um, and I was still in contact with him and he would share like a few of his dating thoughts or questions. And it was just kind of weird. Cause I was like seeing him from a different perspective. And I was like, I want to ask you something about this. Do you think unconsciously, even if it wasn't conscious that unconsciously there was still this small hope of, Ooh, maybe I'll go. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew it's like my brain knew that it wasn't good at that point, but my heart was still, well, we had seven years together and it wasn't all bad. And you know, we had talked so many times about getting married and what that would look like and the life that we would build. Um, but that never happened, but I still had that in the back of my mind of, you know, well, what if maybe, um, so it was, it was hard letting that go. Um, we ended up talking, staying in communication for about nine months after we broke up. Um, and it wasn't until, I was almost engaged that I finally cut it off, which that was hard. Um, but that's skipping ahead a little bit. Yes. So <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Um, so I was in this process of learning about relationships and learning about affirmations and beliefs. And I don't remember how I came across your Instagram, but I started following you on Instagram. And every post you made, I was like, oh my gosh, I needed this. Oh my gosh, I needed this. And like, I would read the affirmations and I'd be like, oh my gosh, attachment theory. Like, this is so mind blowing. Um, And then I had a short relationship. um, And in that relationship, I was practicing all of these things. I was practicing expressing my needs and just feeling so like empowered that I was taking care of myself. Um, but looking back, that relationship also wasn't the best um, because it turned out that I was putting in all of the work. I was the one going deep and sharing my feelings. And with him, it was all pretty superficial. Um And I was pretty devastated when that one didn't work out. Um, But I knew that I needed more at that point. I knew that I needed to find somebody who could love me. Um, And that's when I reached out to you. And I scheduled a consultation call because I was like, okay, well, maybe just talking to her, I can figure something out. And I had zero, honestly, I had zero intention of actually signing up for your program. (laughs) 
I just wanted I like the kind honesty. of a, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to talk and just basically see if there was something wrong with me or if I was on the right path. Mm. Um, and then talking to you, um, I remember you bringing up the program and I was kind of hesitant. Um, and you asked like what kind of resistance I was feeling. And I was like, Oh, is that what I'm feeling? Like this thing that's holding me back, that's resistance. Like my, my vocabulary was just growing every day on, you know, mental health and relationships. And, um, I knew that working with you would be a good idea even though I was very resistant to it because it was new and different and unknown. Um, but I'm so glad that I made the leap. And so I signed up with you. And at that point in my dating life, I had kind of switched over to an avoidant attachment. Um, I was going on dates and I was meeting guys, but I very much kept them at a distance. Um, and I was looking for Oh gosh, how did I phrase it? <clears throat> I remember having a conversation with my dad and so <clears throat> I was, I had two guys that were kind of interested in me and I had been going on dates with both of them. Um, and I was talking to my dad about it and I was like, I don't know. I just, I don't feel they don't give me heart flutters. Mm. And my dad said, he's like, well, maybe that's worth looking into because has that worked out for you before? And I was like, um, <laughs> okay, you got me a little speechless. I'm a little bit upset, but you kind of have a point. <laughs> right. Um, and so I ended up just kind of pushing those guys off to the side I was just about ready to take a break from dating, um, get off the dating apps and all of that. It was right before I started working with you. And that's when I matched with Sam and we started talking on the app. And then he said that he was going to come and visit me in person. And this was huge for me because he was five hours away. And nobody had ever put in effort like that. Nobody had ever done this grand gesture of actually showing me that I was worth their time mm -hmm. and their energy. And that scared me. I was so nervous for him to come. I had no idea what to expect. We had been talking for like a week, just messaging back and forth. Um, and I remember one of my biggest fears was, what if I hate the sound of his voice? Because <laughs> we hadn't even talked on the phone. Um, and I was like, well, okay, he's coming five hours. I can't just do a short, like 30 minute speed date. I have to like actually put in some time. Um, and so we spent the day together and it was pretty casual. And I was very resistant. Mm. Um, I want to just pause you just for a second yeah. because there's some learning here because we, we see this a lot where if you've had anxious attachment in the past and that was how you approach things in the past. And then obviously, you know, you're kind of going through the, the um, repetition compulsion, picking same kinds of partners, et cetera. Mm -hmm. 
um, and it's not working out, then it's really common to swing the other way, which is what you're describing, where you're putting up the walls and you're showing up Mm -hmm. avoidantly attached. The interesting thing is, is that you're still anxiously attached on the inside because that doesn't Mm -hmm. change, but the behaviors are looking avoidantly attached. And this Mm -hmm. is kind of, I think of it as an over correction. So, so you're in the program because I remember talking with you about this as you're going on these days and you're like, I don't even know if I should be doing this. You're like, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if I should. And we were talking about it and, and you're noticing the, the walls coming mm-hmm. up and, and you're noticing wanting to push them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, that day that Sam and I spent together, um, I remember it was, it was into the evening and I asked him, I was like, what are your expectations? Like, cause we told each other no expectations. Um, at the end of the trip, we'll just kind of discuss where we're both at and we'll go from there. And so after spending several hours, I was like, so what are your expectations? And he was like, honestly, I would not mind dating you. And I was like, I am not looking for a relationship right now. I was like, I am focusing on getting myself in order. I just signed up with Dr. Morgan and I told him all about the coaching program and what I was going through. And he said, that's okay. I'll wait. And so good. I think more, more women need to hear this of like, Hey, this, he drove five hours. He Mm -hmm. got to know you, no expectations. You set a boundary. He respected the boundary and then shared what he was willing to do, which is also reciprocal. He's willing mm-hmm. to wait. He knows you're working on you. So he's going to continue to remain available. Yeah. Oh yeah. Were you which, just like shocked? What was your reaction? I was shocked and I, I loved hearing that, but it also scared me because it wasn't what I was used to. Um, and yes. so I remember People don't talk about this enough of like being invested into being loved when your norm is that you're the one giving or you're the one Mm -hmm. chasing, it can actually feel really scary to Mm -hmm. have someone show up and want to invest in you and give you their energy. So I love that you're open about that. Yeah. And that was hard. I wasn't, I wasn't one who normally would open up in that way. Um, My tendency was to kind of dump all of me onto them right from the get-go and be all in and invested and whatnot. Um, And so when they didn't reciprocate that and it ultimately ended, it hurt a lot. Um, But I remember working with you, uh, the, the idea of finding reciprocal relationships and you had the analogy of the pool. And how you have to basically get to the deep end together. You can't just have one person jump in the deep end and the other one still waiting around. Um, and so I had that going through my head this whole time. And I was like, I'm not ready to jump in the deep end. And it was basically like he was standing next to me in the pool. We were up to our shins and he was like holding my hand and being like, we'll get there together. Mm, yes, um, the relationship investment so pool. One of my favorite metaphors. But- mm-hmm you have to be able to know where each other are at in the pool and you don't want somebody in the deep end and the other person's still dipping their toe in. So Mm -hmm. secure attachment, 
where you're going in together and yeah. you're being open and honest about it and you're pacing because mm-hmm. you need to know, can you stand in the pool before, can you swim in the deep end? Right. So, right. um, I'm so glad that that was helpful to you during that time. It was, it was so helpful. And it was nice because as I was going through your program, as much as I didn't want it, I had a real life example going on exactly where we were in the program. Um, and then we sped things up a little faster than the program, but well, I remember remember, talking with you about that too. Yeah. So, um, Sam and I met and then met in person. And then two weeks later, he came back to visit and, that is when we decided, okay, let's go ahead and give this relationship a try. And we became official. Um, and we, it was, it was such a nice change because he was willing to communicate his feelings and he was willing to get vulnerable. Um, and so because of that, I was able to let my guard down a little bit and I was like, okay. Um, there were a few other things that he had said throughout that two weeks that made me kind of reevaluate pushing him away. I was like, no, he's, he's different. He's good. Um, several Mm. things that he said, I remember just thinking, man, he is so nice. And his nice texts would make me cry. Like Mm -hmm. something like I believe in you and I believe in us, like had me in tears um, today, I got to ask you, so do you think he, um, was securely attached? Yes. Okay. I mean, continues yeah. to be, but mm-hmm. so, and then one other thing too, I mean, do you think that you learning about all this and working on yourself, that that was what allowed you to be mm-hmm. attracted to him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. If, Cause if I had not been in your program and learning about, rethinking my partner pattern and not just basing it off of initial heart flutters and attraction. Um, I would not have given him a chance really. And, and you I'm would have so justified it some way. Yeah. You would have found some reason, mm-hmm. but, but you would have pushed him away most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I gave him a chance and we, got to know each other and uh just I don't know walking walking into the deep end together like that was that was huge and he he understood what I was going through he had experience with therapy and with a lot of these concepts that I was learning and that made a huge that was huge because I kind of felt validated in what I was doing Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't like I was trying to learn these concepts for myself and teach my partner. It was, I was learning these concepts for myself. And then I had somebody to kind of talk to about it and he understood in his way. And then we would kind of come to a middle ground, uh, so that we both understood, which was what I needed. Um, but we, we started dating and I remember talking to you and being like, so, you know, that guy that I told you I went on a date with, we're dating now. And then the next call we had, I'm pretty sure I said, so we're, we're thinking about getting married. <laughs> and it yes. all happened so fast. 
so fast. So it was about three weeks after we became official that we got engaged. And about a month and a half after that, we were married. And we love to tell people we're like, neither one of us expected it to happen that fast. We do not encourage people to work that fast. Um, <laughs> it is not for everybody. But it was it was what we needed. And yes, Sam and I were both um, religious, we're both spiritual. And we fully believe that God had a hand in us getting together um, because both of us were so, you need to be in a long-term relationship. You need to make sure you really know somebody before you make that kind of commitment. Um, but basically God told us, no, this is good. Go for it. And we're like, ah, but we did. Yes. Um, and remember, it's been so good. Oh, I'm so happy for you, by the way. I mean, I know I've, I've told you congratulations, but congratulations again. I'm just thanks. It makes my heart so happy seeing you happy and, and seeing him happy. It's why I continue to do what I do is, you know, but the people who really change their lives and then go on and change other people's lives too, because of mm -hmm. the relationships they create. So it's just beautiful to witness. Um, and I remember talking with you during this time. And I think I said something like, if the secure attachment is strong enough to support the investment, then you can go faster and you can get into the deep end. And you have to have really good secure attachment. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, as you think about like you're driving a race car and if you have a really solid car and a really good track and you're on the same page and everything's dialed in, you can drive fast. Mm -hmm. So it really speaks to you and Sam and to what you were able to build that you built something secure enough that allowed for speed. Mm -hmm. And also that I think when we do have a spiritual life and we can acknowledge a higher power, like to, to acknowledge that both of you can be on the same page about that and allow mm -hmm. that into your lives. That also really helps you and supports you in those decisions. Um, but I think this is why I always, so people always want a relationship timeline. They're always like, what happens at three months? What happens at six months? I always uh -huh. tell people there's actually no clear cut timeline. It's all about how securely attached are you and, and what does that secure attachment support? And can you move, can you move in the pool together? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it would have been totally different if you got engaged and then you got, oh my gosh, this doesn't feel right. Right. Like then, right. but it's, you built secure attachment, you move together, you communicated as you deepened mm -hmm. and look at where you are. So I think it's a beautiful story. And I, I love that you tell it with like, Hey, we don't condone this. We yeah. never thought it would be this way. And it just goes to show, I always tell people release the how, like mm -hmm. you're, you're a beautiful example of this. You can't have control over the how, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it, looking back, it just blows my mind a little bit how much learning I had in that short amount of time and how 
much faith I had in myself and in Sam and in the relationship. Um, and it's interesting because after we were married, <clears throat> so we got married and then I moved out to Bend to be with him. Um, and I, I slipped back into my anxious attachment. Um, it was, there was just so much new stuff and we had had a couple, we basically had the worst honeymoon ever. Um, and in the middle of that, we, I had an emotional breakdown and we were both like, what did we just do? Like, did we screw this up? Like, were we not supposed to get married? Um, cause it was just one thing after another was going wrong and it was, it was really hard. Um, but it was in that moment where we were both like, no, like we, we felt this was right. We know this was right. And we have to hold on to that and just keep, keep moving forward. Um, and so it hasn't always been easy. And I have had my fair share of anxious attachment times. And Sam has had his share of avoidant times. Um, but we always managed to come back to that secure attachment. And yes. I think I think that's one of the most important things to understand is becoming securely attached is not a one and done moment. Um, no. secure doesn't mean perfect and secure uh, doesn't mean that you won't have moments of anxious or avoidant. It simply mm -hmm. means the willingness to come back to secure and that you're able to do that repair so mm -hmm. much more quickly. Yeah. And, and then you just spend so much more of your time secure, but I'm so glad you're being open with us. This is going to help a lot of people that struggle with perfectionism and mm -hmm. have this idea that secure means it's always going to be perfect every day. And that's not the reality. So thank you for opening up. Yeah. And I, when, when that happened, I almost felt guilty and ashamed because I was like, I went through this program and I learned all of these things and I reached quote reached that secure attachment. And how dare I let myself fall down from that basically. Um, and it, it took a lot of, a lot of communication with Sam, a lot of understanding of myself, a lot of grace. Um, and also a big part of it, um, I ended up getting diagnosed with general anxiety disorder. Um, and I got prescribed a medication, which I was kind of hesitant about, um, but I've been on that prescription now for about two years. And that has also helped incredibly because I am no longer drowning in all of my anxious thoughts, which would lead to feeling very anxious about my relationships. Mm. I was able to quiet that and kind of take a step back and get a larger big picture understanding um, where it's okay. Sam's having a rough day. Um, it's not my fault. Whereas before it was Sam's having a rough day. Oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? How do I fix it? Um, you know, just kind of going into that panic. So. so good. I'm so glad that you're sharing this. I'm always a proponent of mental health 
awareness and treatment and coaching. I, re- I really feel that both are, are needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously they're connected and I think we have to be willing to say, okay, you know, I am going to focus on what I can control. Um, and I'm noticing this and I'm going to get help for it. And I'm going to allow myself to receive help. That's one of the hardest things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think once again, it's this realization that it is a lifelong journey. There's, there's so much progress that's made in the program in terms of, you know, obviously identity shifts and learning and becoming secure and embodying secure attachment and realizing this is a lifelong commitment. So mm-hmm. it sounds like you really did support yourself in that acknowledge that you needed help, ask for help, communicated mm-hmm. with Sam about it. You know, yep. so even if it was really hard in getting there, you found yourself doing, doing the things that you needed to do to, to maintain these changes for life. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And one, one other thing with all of this, um, it's, I, I've noticed and I'm a big proponent that your coaching program is not just for dating. It's not just for finding a partner or husband or whatever. Um, because I use a lot of these concepts with my family. I use the concept of reciprocal relationships with my friends. I, I tend to feel out where they are in their willingness to be vulnerable and I meet them there. I'm not just opening up and dumping all of my vulnerability on them when they're not ready for that. Um, and I feel like that has given me such healthier friendships too. It, I don't know, it, it blows my mind a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And this is something I love hearing that obviously, you know, you have an incredible husband and, and that's beautiful that you have that romantic partnership figured out and that there was just so much more, um, to the program that it impacted these other areas of your life. And I remember talking with you about family and healing relationships with family. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's definitely a common theme that, that I hear. I'm curious too. Um, and you can be totally honest. Do you feel like some of the identity pieces, did it help at all with career as well? Or has it helped you in your career? The things you learned? Um, Yes. I don't, I don't know that I would say it helped in a very like conscious way. Um, but subconsciously with the morning alignment and everything that I had learned there, I knew, I knew that I wanted a certain feeling with my career. Um, I knew I wanted to feel excited about it. And I had no idea what that was when we were talking in the coaching program. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I like this. You knew it needed to be different, but you didn't know Mm -hmm. what it needed to be yet. Yep. Um, And so I, I basically just kind of followed, followed my curiosities is what I like to say. Um, And just like when I moved to Bend, I was like, well, maybe I'll do graphic design. And I did graphic design for a little bit, but the freelance wasn't working like I wanted it to. And so then I ended up working in a 
physical therapist office as their office manager. And I learned a lot, but I was like, ultimately, this isn't what I want to do. And then I found another graphic design job. Um, And then I knew I didn't want to do that forever. I knew I wanted to have my own business that I could set my own hours. um, And basically, I was in charge of what I was getting paid. But I didn't know what that looked like. Um, But I knew... I knew I liked graphic design. I knew I liked um, being creative and I knew I liked animals. Um, and one day Sam was like, why don't you take pictures of dogs? And I was just like, mind blown. Why had I never thought of that? Um, and so I started out on that. Okay. Like this is my next idea. Let's, let's see where it takes me. And up until that point, the longest I had stuck with a job idea or business idea was about two months. And I've been with this one for two years now. And it just, it feels so right. And I love it. And I was blessed to be able to take it full time back in May. So I've been doing about three months of being my own boss and only my own boss. And that has been fantastic. And congratulations. Yeah, I, I love wanna, it. Yeah, I think like what I love about this too is you and I know that we need to have a really strong belief system and really supportive beliefs about ourselves, right? Empowering mm-hmm. beliefs about ourselves in order to make these career decisions. So mm-hmm. I love that it's like the work in the program is helping you with belief systems, which helps you in every area of your life and that yeah. willingness to bet on yourself. Uh, it comes from the relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I think in addition, having a partner who is supportive mm-hmm. and securely yeah. attached that doesn't make it about them. How yeah. many of us have been in those relationships where it's like every decision you make ends up being about the other person. It's like, no, like you want someone who wants what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And clearly you, you have that with Sam. So that's a bonus, yeah. right? But yeah, at, at the core, it's like you believed in Tanea enough to say, I deserve to feel excited about what I'm doing and I deserve to bet on myself and I'm going to try this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's awesome. just, yeah, it's exciting. And I, looking back on everything that's happened over the last three years, I honestly don't think I would be at this point without having met you. Oh, thank you. So powerful. That's, that's why, why I do what I do. I appreciate that. I receive it. Yeah. So thank you. You are so welcome. I thank you, you and some of the early women I had the privilege of being able to mentor, um, that is what inspired me to keep going. And here, here we are that these years later and I'm still doing it. So yeah. we got to give to one another. So thank you for allowing me to come alongside you and help you. Um, it's beautiful to witness your journey. I'm curious because, um, you know, it's like, I, I have people all the time who, are curious about the program or they're just not sure. They're like, Oh, will it work for me? What, what would you say to somebody who was maybe doubting themselves or just kind of struggling with, I don't know if I should do this. What advice Uh, would you give them? Just do it. (laughs) Yeah. 
as <laughs> as scary as it seems, um, it is a hundred percent worth it. I I know when I signed up, I was I was really afraid that I wouldn't take it seriously and that I wouldn't commit to all of the parts of it. Um, and since then, I have gained an understanding of yes, you need to put in the work. But you'll get out of it exactly what you need to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you complete all of the assignments or, you know, show up to every of, call. Yeah, yeah. yeah, show up to every group call. Like just just by signing up and having that willingness, you will get something life changing out of it. Yeah. I have so much respect for you of your willingness of, you know, even when it was that decision. And I remember this conversation with you that this was back when I did our consultation calls. And now we have a team that does those, but I used to have these conversations. And I remember that conversation with you and just that, that feeling that you had of like, Oh, am I really going to do this for myself? Am I really going to make this decision? And you were kind of at this crossroads and you needed 24 hours. I remember that you were like, okay, Mm -hmm. I just need 24 hours. So (laughs) we talked the next day. And, you know, I think you realized nothing changes unless I change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's powerful, powerful, powerful when, when we realize that, wow, this one decision and it can have Mm -hmm. a huge, huge impact on your life. Yeah. And it really has. I, I definitely would not be, I don't think I would be in such a healthy marriage. I would not be taking pictures of dogs. I would not have just my overall excitement about life like Mm, that's a powerful one yeah because I was in I was in such a low spot yeah when when I met you and when I signed up for the program and I think one of the most powerful things about the coaching program was the hope that I gained because I was in that hole, I was so down. I had so many reasons to believe that relationships never would never work out for me. Um, and gaining, gaining that hope of, okay, well, maybe if I try one more time Mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe life has something better for me in the future, that hope allows you to make those changes however small to make your life better. Whereas when you're low and feeling stuck, you're just going to stay stuck. Yeah. And I really appreciate you sharing that. I have so much compassion myself having been in those places of not having hope. And I think that's why I am so driven because I know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And just as you were saying at the beginning of our interview, I think a lot of people don't even realize that they're there. They don't mm-hmm. even realize how good they could feel or how good relationships could feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think part of the beauty is you getting to experience stuff that you know, maybe you didn't even know was possible or, or didn't think it was possible for you. And and now you look back at that time and you realize just how low you were, even mm-hmm. at the time you thought like, hey, this is life, right? Like you just, you have yeah. different standards is kind of what I realized. It's like, Maybe your old standards were like, yeah, just get through the day and cope. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's that. And now the standard is like, 
I got to be excited about what I'm doing. I get to have great relationships. I feel good about me. Life mm-hmm. feels good. So I'm all about giving that hope and letting people know it can be different. Cause I, I do know what it's like to be in that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're such an inspiration. I just want you to know that, um, to, to me, I think to anybody listening to this is going to be mm-hmm. inspired by you. So thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I want to, I hope somebody comes away with, I don't know, something (laughs) they they absolutely will i know they will um and that's why i love having these interviews is it's i can tell my story all day long but there's things that people really connect to Mm -hmm. when when we have clients so i know there's someone listening who's really connected with with what you've shared i want to ask you kind of a fun question today um and then i got to be respectful of our time but i'm curious because i don't know that much about sam um, other than he's a good guy and he's securely attached and he meets your, your good standards there, which is wonderful. Uh-huh. Um, tell me what are like two things that you appreciate about him as a partner and maybe things that helped you know that, okay, he is secure and he's a, he's a good partner. Um, So right off the bat, he is an incredibly hard worker. Um, whatever he's doing, he does it to the best of his ability, whether that's um, having heartfelt conversations with his family members and encouraging them on their emotional and mental health journeys or building a chicken coop. He is going to do it to the very best, the very highest standards he can. That's great. Um, And then the other thing, um, he's just, he's so encouraging. He understands that everybody's on their own journey. um, And he pushes me out of my comfort zone quite a bit. um, But it's always in an encouraging way. And it's always for my benefit. um, Because I... I have a very specific view of myself and I feel like there are times where he, he has that outside view and he can see my potential a little bit better than I can. Mm -hmm. And so he's able to encourage that and just kind of push me a little bit and make me uncomfortable enough until I'm aware of it. Um, And he, he does that to himself as well. He's constantly learning new things and trying new things and, I just, I love him. (laughs) Oh, Tanea, that's so great. What a, what a wonderful, wonderful um, story there in terms of the kind of person that you're with. And I want everyone listening to know that yes, Tanea met Sam while she was in the program and (laughs) everyone meets their own Sam on their own timeline. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it is just that, that realization, there's no one right way to do it, but we're so happy for you. I'm celebrating you today and always (laughs) Thank you for being part of this community from the very beginning. You're one of yeah. the, the original community mm-hmm. members. So you're just, you're so appreciated. And, and thanks for, for showing up on this interview and, and being vulnerable. I almost forgot. How can people find you if they want to see your, your photography? Like what's, what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah. So that's going to be on Instagram. You can find me at thayden.photo. I tried to keep my first name out of it because it's hard to spell. Um, but you can see all of my dog photos. 
I share stories behind the scenes. Um, and then if you have any questions about the program, you're welcome to DM me through that as well. I'm more than happy to chat and to help you see if it would maybe be a good fit. Thank you so much. We'll put that in the show notes in case you want to connect with Tanea. And thank you again. It's incredible yeah. to reconnect with you. I appreciate you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Tanea. All right. And everyone, we're wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Until next time. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.